Radio. I'm Vivian Cook, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Back to Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. And for our musical divinations today, our musical guest is the fabulous Inara George. Hello. And joining us on stage to ask this question is someone that those of you who are fans of our feral audio content, particularly those of you who like the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, which is one of my favorites. You'll be you'll know this man by his name and p- maybe by his voice. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Matt Brusso. Th- thank you, Andras. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> You've recorded many Radio 8 Ball shows. Yes. And so you you know what we do here. Yeah, it's exciting. It's you ask a question and then we tap into the universe and see see how it answers it. But before all that happens, it's the setup. That's oh. For me, that's the real exciting. You're thing. excited for it's where we tell where we talk about you and what's special about you and why you're here. Oh no, I meant the setup of the show. Oh, the setup <laughs> of the show. Yes, that's uh, the real like for me because that's, that's where you shine. Yeah, making <laughs> taking where, problems sweat too, and yeah. turning them into solutions. Uh-huh. <laughs> taking buzz and turning it into a clean, <laughs> sure, a clean signal, a less buzzy signal, a less buzzy signal. Um, and you actually, you, you recorded, you've recorded, you've worked with Anara George in the past. Yes, we, we go way back. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> like a month ago. Yes, yes, I believe so. Yeah, you recorded Anara George on Sing Songers. Correct, yes. And I was like, holy crap, they got Anara George on Sing Songers? And I was, you know, like, I'm like in high school, I'm like, hey, do you know, would you mind if I ask her to be on my show too? And he's like, oh, go, go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Then I reached out, and now here she is. It's I'm here. Amazing. I really, I'm still a little, like, pinching myself a little oh, bit. Oh, you're very sweet. That's synchronicity for you. Yeah. Um, and also just being hooked up with feral audio. Oh, yeah, just like too. the people who hang out here are so cool. <laughs> I could just, I pretty much could just book people off of Dino's show. <laughs> Get some really great songwriters. Yeah. That's Sing Songers, folks, on yeah. Feral Audio. Check yeah. it out. I was on it, too. Episode 8. That's right. Fantastic. Radio 8 Ball. I mean, we weren't doing Radio 8 Ball. We were doing Sing Songing. So, Matt. Yes. What is your question for the Pop Oracle? Well, I've, so I've heard a lot of questions uh, throughout uh, my time uh, working on this show. And they're always very, uh, some of them are, are, are philosophical. Uh, philosophical. Philosophical. <laughs> uh, 
Some of them um, are, are political. But there's one question I've never heard anyone ask that I've wanted to ask, and it's Andras, how are you? Andras, how are you? Yes. All right. I like that. Wow. Put it on me, won't you? Why don't you? Okay. Well. Um, I'm about to read your mind. That's right. Wow. I'm wondering if there's a song in here. It's called more stress than you need to be. Okay, so uh, now to engage the pop oracle about me, Matt, you get to pick a card. Any card. Pick a card. Any card. Pick a card. Any card. The card is number one. Song number one, which is Mistress. Oh. How am I? Wow. Okay. I'm not embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Will you take me Long and dark hair Will you cut it off when it is useless All of my hair I have never seen the bottom The bottom of the well Will you take me as your mistress? It never feels the same. Thank you. 
And that was Mistress from Inara George. The answer to Matt Brusso's question, how, did you, uh, did you ask how is Andras or how are you, Andras? How are you, Andras? How, uh, how am I? <laughs> um, so, uh, so I have some ideas. I mean, I, I, have, I always have a hard time answering that question when anyone asks it to me, but uh, maybe I'll get some insight into it. So, Inara, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the background of that song and where it comes from? Um, well, you know, I wrote it a long time ago. I think um, it started all with, with um, the hair. I've never had long hair, but it's sort of a guy thing where guys a lot of times are like, what? why don't you grow your hair out? And um, I, don't, I can't really grow my hair out. It's not like luxurious long hair. It's sort of stringy and fine. And, um, and I, f I found it sometimes kind of offensive, like, it's sort of this very, um, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe it's not, it's not, I shouldn't be offended, but there was something about it that felt like. You can be offended. This, I think there's something. Well, there's something about a girl with long hair. Yeah. And, and then I started thinking about that song, like, where did your long hair go? Yeah. And this sort of thing, that this idea that the long hair equates with innocence and that stealing the innocence. And, and then it became this sort of, this mistress, like, kind of being at the mercy of some sort of man's perception of you. So I, so I, because it's sort of an interesting question because I have no idea how you are. I don't know how this would relate to what's going on in your mind, but. Yeah. So really this is a question for it's you. It's for me, but I, you know, getting anything that you can tell me. To, I mean, to me, it the really is, it's, I mean, it, I didn't I, think of it as a time, but it is sort of a feminist song yeah. in my mind. It's just sort of this, why, like, why are, why am I at the mercy of this man, or men in general, especially romantically? Mm. And at that time, in your twenties, you tend to, sort of, like, you know, like, um, do you already know the way to my door? Because you made your way inside a dozen times before. Like, I don't know. I, it seems fun, sometimes it's funny to talk about your own songs. So yeah, but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Matt, if you were, if this was about, well, first of all, I'm, is it? Are you? Is there? Is there a particular thing you're concerned about? Do I? Do I seem like? No, I just I need I, an intervention, or do I see like throughout throughout all my time on this show, there's uh, rarely been a moment where someone asked you how you were. <laughs> I feel like because you <laughs> just show up and you, we go, and they that's don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. Um, how do you think I am? I think you're doing well. I think, uh, as it is every time, right? Uh, wires and fires. Yeah. It's uh, every time we do this show. <laughs> wires sure and, fires. and sh short of breath. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, well, the way, what, what, pe what I tell people when people ask me, how am I doing? Or how are you? I always just say, I feel like I'm a guy who is 
who has been winning hands of poker on the Titanic ever since it hit the <laughs> iceberg. Like literally things took off in the world of Radio 8 Ball on the day of the election. Like there was oh, really? these, like a big, a huge shift. Like on the day, something I got a break, something happened for me. There was like something I've been waiting for for years and years and years and years and years. And it was the worst day of all of our lives. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's a hard question for me to answer because since then, my life, my creative life, which is all I really care about, has been off the charts great. And that's how I get to know you. I get to work in the studio with you, and mm-hmm. we get to make these Radio 8-Ball shows. And at the same time, I have this incredible sense that I think that we all have of tension and feeling under threat and feeling... And I don't, I don't say feeling guilty about like anything good, but you know, definitely being aware of the privilege of being... Like, I'm feeling terrified, but I don't have ICE agents at my door. I'm feeling terrified, but I'm not getting pulled over and killed by cops. I'm feeling terrified, and I'm not one of the people who's being raped by Harvey Weinstein. Um, And so there's a sense of, like, even though I feel terrorized by these times, I definitely also feel like there's a, I don't know, like a responsibility and, like, a sense of, like, I can't complain, but I want to complain because we all need to complain. And so it's like there's a, there, but bring it to the song. I mean, I'm telling you what's going on with me. But uh, when you, the song made me think about the, uh, not necessarily romantic, but could be romantic, but personal relationships. And I, when I'm not here making Radio 8 Ball, I go up to Olympia, Washington, where I live, and I pretty much am a hermit. I live, in, I lock myself away and edit these episodes. And it's not like like I'm uh, saying no to a bunch of people who want to hang out. I've you know I'm, I've I've lived in a sm- this small town most of my life, and I've I've had enough controversies now that I'm uh, you know I I listen to that. You ever listen to that uh, the serial S Town? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. It's amazing. I feel like that guy, except I have less friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. The S town that I'm living in is a super, super progressive town. So, but it's still a lot of the same small town dynamics. So I feel, a lot of times I'd feel pretty, pretty isolated. And this line, this is why I'm going to get to the connection in the song. Will you take me as your mistress, long and dark hair? Will you cut it off when it is useless, all of my hair? Well, I don't know if you can't see, but I, my hair is longer than it's ever been. And I have been just growing it and growing it. And I don't really like having long hair. But it's gotten to the point where there is a magical ritual element to it. And it symbolizes my being a hermit. And it symbolizes that sense of, like, until you know, tr- as long as Trump's elected and things are going good for me, I'm not really interested in things going good for me. I'm interested in using every bit of capital that I have to throw it on the fire and you've seen it like one show after sure. another I'm tra- I'm taking the show that could be really entertaining and fun and turning it into something that's uncomfortable <laughs> and talking about things that nobody <laughs> wants to talk about you know here Eleni wants to get excited about the Russian investigations and I'm like well yeah but the Democratic Party is pretty corrupt and you know the problem is really with the American crime you know it's just like I can't just like let things just be like oh cool let's just riff and move on I feel really like it's my responsibility to uh, both sort of like to give everyone that experience that I had. Like, like 
yes, this is the best, this, literally the best of times and the worst of times. This is the, you know, I'm here on stage with friggin' Anara George, and I want to be <laughs> happy about that. And also, we are living in Trump's America, and it's really hard to feel happy yeah. about that. And so, how am I doing? I guess it's all wrapped up in my hair. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I got out of the song. Is that you know, I, I feel like the, when I knew that, not when I knew, I mean, I knew a lot of reasons, but one of the things that I noticed about my husband is that he never asked me to grow my hair long. And I think every single one of my boyfriends before that had asked that, which I thought was interesting. He's a genius. He is a genius. <laughs> so. At loving you, I guess. What? Uh, at, at loving you. you know, well, he, no, he, he, yeah. He knew like the he, trick he, to, like, appreciate you for what yeah. you are. But I'm, but yeah, but I mean that that song. I mean, and I think that song has a lot to do with like a anxiety and being kind of un under the spell of something that is not in your control. I think. And I think it's also like there's this dark feminine quality to it, and I do. So I was raised in this feminist town, and my mom is a really tough, strong woman, and it's not like I was. I was, I, mean, I was, I don't know what I was raised as. Like, I don't feel like I was raised as a normal boy. Certainly wasn't raised as a girl. But I have a really, really strong connection to the dark feminine energy. I wrote a book and I wrote about, uh, well, it's my show. I guess I can say it. When I did this uh, ritual of intermarriage, I found out that my... Like the, what I think of is, I always thought that my inner feminine was this really nice, sweet person and that the guy in me was this awful monster. And I found out quite the opposite. Not that she's a monster, but she is a, she's a cunt. And I mean that in the strongest, like in the most powerful, like complimentary way to her. She is like, the pussy that grabs back. She is like, <laughs> will take no shit. She will not, there's no, like, she will take no insult. She was like, you know, she's like the woman in this song saying, no, you cut, like, I'm not going to cut my hair. I'm not going to, and don't even fucking ask me. Don't even fucking ask me. Because, you know, and she's just impatient with all of this injustice. And we have a fucking rapist as president. And all this, like, that comes from that place, that deep dark feminine and she's not happy how is she how, like you know what she like i can it's so funny i can tap into her and there's a part of me that comes out that is like how how is she she's a, she's looking at you matt how the, how the fuck do you think she is <laughs> i don't let her out that much because when i do it freaks people out but uh i love her i am totally i and now that i understand who she is um, it's easier, actually, it's easier for me, not, for me to love myself because um, now I see that she's really, like, that uh, there's not this evil man inside of me. There's just an angry woman inside of me and a guy who can kind of maybe sometimes listen to her a little bit better than I could when I was blaming myself for having those feelings. So, oh, boy, I just talked a lot. Why'd no. you put it on me? I only, I'm only supposed to have one question per show, man. That's... <laughs> How dare you? How dare you, man? Well, are you okay? I mean, are you mad at me? No. <laughs> no okay. Not at all. Yeah, I'm mad. <laughs> How dare you? Pissed off. How dare you? Okay. Well, thanks, Matt, for... Yeah, sure. That was great. Thanks, Andres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt. 
<laughs> that was a, that was an interesting one. I'm glad it was interesting because it just sounded like me going. For I for a second I was I didn't know that you were referring to the in the inner, inner woman. woman. Yeah. I was like, who are you calling a cunt? <laughs> <laughs> but you know who uh, Shirley actually says cunt pretty freely. Well, she isn't she? She's British. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at radio8ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.